Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for part three of prioritizing programs. So this is the last in this particular series. So today we're gonna to be talking about activities versus events versus programs. Where is the money, right? And yes, there is a difference between activities, events, and programs. And that is what we're gonna to discuss today. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy B. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. My name is Tracy B. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting. Um, I am an impact strategist, social enterprise consultant, and small business funding strategist. I have over 20 plus years in this industry. So, and then I'm joined by my guest, Ty Boone, who also has 20 plus years. Ty? Nonprofits, though, not to cut you yeah, off, but, but social enterprises as well. For-profit businesses. Mm -hmm. every, I mean, I think even what we're doing is service, you know, for our for-profit businesses. Have we have program? program yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We have we have really strong programmatic pieces within our services, and I, I think that that's the thing. People kind of forget about that. Like, what is the process of things? Because programs start with you know inputs and processes mm -hmm. and something that. Take, take individuals or take those you serve from one point to the next so that makes it a program when you're doing that, right? Um, and we forget about that, the logistics of it, you know, um, which brings me to the events versus the activities versus the programs. They're not the same. They're not created equal, believe me. <laughs> if you want some money, you want to get into programmatic work because programs are a long-term solution to a problem. And this is how you know. This is how you know whether or not you are really working in or creating a program if you have developed a long-term solution to a problem. I always say that events are, are they're a quick fix, you know, to a situation. Activities are just something that you do, you know, and so you bring those together to create a long-term solution to a problem, you haven't done anything that's going to change anybody's life or change the trajectory that they have in life or solve their problem. So you really haven't done anything. I agree, and I like you. Uh, I like to tell um, social enterprises, especially, that when you create really good programs, they are replicatable. That means that you can pass this program over to anyone with half a brain, right? And they should be able to implement that program to its effectiveness, mm -hmm. right? So. Right? With the, with, especially when you're trying to get do something and you can replicate this thing, when you're looking for big dollars, that's 
big funders want to see. Exactly. Exactly. And if it's not reputable, you're not going to be able to make an impact. So if I could take something that I did right here in Birmingham, Alabama, and throw it up there to Los Angeles, California, among the same population, and it works, that's good money right there. Right. Right. So when we talk about activities versus events versus um, programs, a lot of people are like, what's the difference for real? Right. So activities are things that you do. We do activities every single day. You know, some of our activities are robotic, um, like getting up and taking a bath and getting breakfast. And, right. And you don't think about it. There's no real data to it. But let's say for two, three days, you don't get up and you don't you don't take a bath, you don't brush your teeth, you don't do what you're supposed to do, then your breath starts smelling funky. You start smelling funky. If you're not eating, your body actually starts to break down, right? So now these activities start affecting the way how you're living your life, right? Um, so you haven't collected any data. You weren't collecting any data on that activity before because, like I said, it was pretty robotic. But now that you are not doing those activities anymore, you realize that you're having some adverse effects, and now you start collecting data. Now, if we switch that around and you're already collecting the data, that would no longer be an activity. It would be on the way to becoming a program because that's one of the real things that differentiate programs from activities. And I don't even know if that was the best analogy. Anyways, <laughs> but, um, when you start collecting data, looking at the data, so I can make an association that the fact that I'm feeling weak and my skin is dry and flaky is probably because I didn't eat or drink any water in a couple of days, right? Because I was sick. So that is some data collection that I can now take back to an activity that I did to make an informed decision. Girl, you need to get up, you need to take a bath, you need to drink at least 12 cups of water today, and you need to put some food in your system. Does that make sense? Was that a good analogy? I'm not yeah, sure. Because when you bring it to, and that's the thing, the data points, mm -hmm. um, you know, events, and I tell people, you know, sign up sheets, that that's a start, but you're not able to, you're not able to successfully collect data from and track it to make informed decisions right yeah yeah so that's the biggest part between activities so events most people have events just to raise some money those are those are that's what most people have events for right to raise monies okay and those that's good fundraising is good but those fundraising activities right which turn into events need to be based in your programs so when you're having an event, why are you having this event? What is the expected outcome of the event? And how does it relate back to the programs and services that you offer? How is it going to impact your programs? Everything has to go back to your program. So we're not telling you not to engage in activities. We're not telling you not to have events. But how does all of that go towards data collection, utilizing that data, and how is it going back to impact your programs, and then how are your programs going to impact your audience? Mm -hmm. And this is, and how do they even, how do you even, how does that even justify your mission? People right. that are so loosely related are not related at all to what they're, what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And this is what's getting you off track, because if you were to, even if you were to channel your event back and you're doing something with, you know, youth development, and your event is a youth development, you know, focused event, 
that could be the start of your program where you're getting people there to, to, to you know raise awareness about what you do. You start to enroll them in your program and you, and you get started from there. But I mean, I see people out here doing stuff that is just so not related to their mission and just because like random, you know, I'm having a, a, a diaper rally. Like, do you serve kids? No. <laughs> do, you serve, like, do you serve moms and babies? No, we're just having a diaper rally because everybody else is having one. What does this have to do with your purpose? Right. I have a book called um, Gala Planning Toolkit. And you know, galas are really big for especially nonprofits to raise money. So people just think that they can put on any old gala and then, okay, here we raise some money. But no, that gala still needs to relate back to your um, programs, the programs and services and your mission of your organization. So how do you do that? And I'll quickly sum this up. Is that you're having a gala, say it's a masquerade ball. Oh, that's fine. But who are you have who's speaking at this event, right? What is the core message that you want to impart on the people attending the gala when they get there? What is it that you want them to walk away with? They should have more awareness about the programs and services that you are um, that you're doing in your organization. So if your programs and services are surrounding, let's say, um, disability, then that should be your keynote speaker, someone who's going to bring some type of awareness about the the um, the problems that people with disabilities go through, either a doctor or someone who's disabled themselves. All of the activities in that event should be um, should encompass the mission of your organization. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Any last words? That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us again today. Don't forget to please follow us. All of our information is at the bottom. So follow us, like, share, comment. Because someone needs to hear this information. All right, until next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide. And it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.